Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Travel Agent Podcast, where our mission is to bring you inspiring messages to help you become the wealthy travel agent from people just like you who have succeeded in selling travel. I'm your host, Dan Chappelle, the leading authority on selling and sales management in the travel industry and author of the Amazon best-selling book, Get Your Ship Together, The Wealthy Travel Agent Guide to Sales, which is available internationally on both Amazon and on Audible. And you can learn more about my sales and business development programs and how they can help you to become the wealthy travel agent at wealthytravelagent.com. Now, here's a quick disclaimer. The opinions that uh, are expressed on the, this podcast are both the opinions of your host and our guests. And speaking of our guests, today I'd like to welcome Michelle Fee, CEO of Cruise Planners, the largest home-based travel franchise organization in North America and a member of American Express. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hey, Dan. How are you? Good to I'm see you. I'm doing great. How have you been? From my home office to your home office. <laughs> I'm not used to working from a home office either. <laughs> for, for me, it's, it's just another day yeah, at the okay. office. There you go. There you go. Because <laughs> this is where I am. This is, this is what I do. But I took advantage of everybody else being home and, you know, grew a beard and changed the hair and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough because you have all these Zoom meetings. You still have to get dressed, do your hair, put on your makeup. So tell us a little bit. Uh, you know, this is we're in a we're in a you know very unique situation in uh, in the travel industry right now. But before we get into all of that, tell us a little bit about your personal story, how you got into the business, and and how you developed right. cruise planners into what it is today. Okay, so. I tell a lot of my newer agents at new, at, when they come to our newbie class that I started in this business when I was 19 years old, believe it or not. Um, I was a travel agent. So the thing that I think makes me a different CEO than most is I do not have a financial background. You know, I have a travel agent background. I built this business from scratch. You know, when, when I got into travel, I do exactly what our agents do. I dealt directly with customers. And I think that's what made me a little bit different when we started this company. I do exactly what my travel advisors are doing. So I understand how to help them grow their business from a different perspective because I've done it. Um, and it's been 39 years since I've been in the business. And I laugh because back then we didn't have host or franchise companies to join. And we didn't even have the internet, with which I guess some people are going, oh my God, how archaic. We hand wrote tickets. Um, it, you know, it was a whole different time back then because if you didn't know something, you just didn't know it. You didn't have that phone a friend or you couldn't go and ask Siri or Alexa or Google anything. But I will tell you from the moment I began in travel, it stole my heart. And I feel so blessed to have been in this wonderful industry for all these years. But I'd also like to add that, you know, these are tough times. And travel has been hit extremely hard. But we all need to take just a deep breath. And we need to hang in there. Um, because travel is going to rebound. You know, we've already seen strong sales for 2021, uh, which shows us that people want to travel. You know, they're not afraid to travel and they're not afraid to get on cruise ships. You know, they're just trying to heed the advice of the government and so that we can eventually eradicate this virus. But the one thing is we just all have to stay dedicated to travel and our clients. And I feel like if we do that, we're going to rebound sooner rather than later. That's for sure. 
So what are you telling, I mean, you've got a large organization um, and literally one of the top sellers of cruises in the world, if I'm not mistaken. What are you, what are you telling your agents uh, or advisors and franchisees going forward to, uh, you know, to help get them through this? You know, we've been communicating with them, like we're telling them to communicate with their customers is we're literally having webinars every single day of the week, uh, twice a week, you know, I host and, you know, I'm in front of my agents and we're just talking through what's happening. There's no rosy picture to paint. So we're trying to be real. We're trying to talk to them and, and, you know, hold their hands through the entire process. I love my agents. The love notes that I'm getting back have been incredible. Like, thank you. I feel like home office is absolutely on our side and I've never seen support like this. And that warms my heart. But just like we're staying in touch with them, I think the number one thing we're telling them is making sure that you are staying connected to your customers. Guess what? Those big box stores and those online call centers, I mean, they're literally working on skeleton crews right now. So home-based agents, you guys have the leg up. You are all working still. You're, you know, you're not out of business. You haven't been sent home. And so now's the time to shine, to show the world that, hey, when you need help, who, you know, you, you didn't have seven hour hold times. Yes, you might've had to sit on the phone for seven hours to try to get your customers their refunds or their future cruise travel credits, but you were there for them. And again, our agents are getting love notes from their customers saying, thank you so much. I have a friend who booked direct or went to an online call center and they're having a heck of a time getting information. And so again, that was another thing is making sure you're staying ahead of all these crazy changes because every single day, doesn't it feel like there's, you know, the, the vendors and the suppliers are, are changing their policies and things that are happening. And, you know, this was just something that nobody expected and nobody can, could have handled. And so we've all been overwhelmed to say the least, but really is just stay in touch with your customers because they are going to travel again, you know, try to get them to take a future cruise credit over a refund. Cause we've been telling people, you know, that 25% that you're earning on a future cruise credit, you can't earn that in the bank. So if you're considering traveling in 2021, you, you might as well take the future cruise credit because you could either upgrade yourself or maybe you were booked on a Caribbean cruise and now you could, you know, move yourself and take an Alaska cruise or something that, you know, is a much nicer vacation than you originally were booked on. So those are some of the things that we're, we've been sharing with our agents, but we're also starting to re, uh, go from the reactive mode to the recovery mode because we have to start looking at future travel. We need to pivot. So we've done marketing on behalf of our agents and most of the marketing that we've done has not been salesy. We're trying to talk to the consumers and say, you know, we're here for you when you're ready, please reach out to us. If you'd like to look at a particular promotion or deal, click here so we're not shoving that in their faces. So we're just talking to them to say, we're here. We have agents who are sending uh, recipes from cruise lines or um, places around the world just to say, hey, while you're staying at home, here's a great recipe you can use. 
And we've also asked our agents, because I know, you know, all of us host franchise models have some internal way that we communicate, is to share success stories. Because, you know, we are hearing negative, you know, just turn on the TV. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just so much negativity that we've asked our agents to just start sharing stories of success. And every day we're reading them saying, oh my gosh, this client who originally wanted to cancel is now rebooking and their friend couldn't get a hold of their online agency. So they're going to rebook through me because I've been, you know, so, so great to my original client. So, you know, we're, we're having them share these stories and I think it's helping people. It, it, you know, it's definitely helping people move forward because the way I, I've shared with my agents, the way that you can look at life right now is to say, was today better than yesterday? And that's probably the only measurement we have because every day there for a few weeks was worse than the day before. Right. Like yeah, I was sure. like, oh my God, it can't get worse than today. And guess what? The next day it was worse. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like at this point, every day I get up, it is a little bit better than yesterday. I'm not going to, again, paint a rosy picture here because there is no rosy picture. But we do feel like the door has opened and there's a little bit of light peering in. And that light shows that there is a, an end to this. You know, you're going to look down the tunnel and you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's not shining brightly yet, but yeah. we do see it shining. Yeah, and you and I have been in this long enough that we've been through, you know, we were through the Gulf, first Gulf War, we've been through the 9-11, uh, the swine flu, all the, all the things that come along, but and yeah, nothing, it gets... Nothing compares to Nothing that. like this, but there's always the optimism and the, the light at the end of the tunnel, because we, it, it will, we, you know, it's cliche, it will pass, but one of the things I made a note of this is... Uh, as you were talking about how the big box stores, it really shows the value of the travel professional. Mm -hmm. And I think what, uh, you know, we've been saying this for years and years and years and years and years, it's not all about price. That's and right. it's, it's about the value and what you can bring to Too the bright. table uh, as part of what you bring to it. There are people who are going to buy price and those are the ones that are going to sit on hold for seven or eight hours or what right. have you. And you, you need to let them do what they want to do with it, but they're going to start to see what it is that, that, yeah, you know, the total that. vacation right. experience. I, I think, think people already are. And I think, you know, you've seen major publications writing about how great travel agents have been throughout this where in the past, they've always written us off, said, you know, we're an industry that's, you know, antiquated and in the past, but people, you know, I don't think everybody wants to do their own trip. We've even taught some of our agents that there are some people that just dig looking things up and, and you know, if, if they're going to travel to a certain destination, you know, finding their own information. But then they want somebody else to handle the nitty gritty part of it. Exactly. So, yep. You know, work hand in hand with your customer. But then there are those that just go, look, I don't want to know anything. I just, here's what I want to do. You tell me when I get off that ship in this port, where I should go and what I should do. And hey, if there's some great restaurant or a place that I should eat some special type of food, let me know that too. And so I think as, a, as an agent, you just have to adapt to your customer's needs and wants. Yeah, we see that a lot in the luxury end of the market because they tend to be, it's more about the experience they're going for typically than just to go. 
And so they've done a lot of research, they know, but they just want somebody to do it for them. Here, here, here's what we kind of what we want to do, handle it. You know, most people really come to you for your expertise and they want you to tell them what to do. Yeah, not oh, give them a bunch of choices, tell them I what to do. agents that all the time is people want you to say to them, here's what I would do if I were in that port of call, but you know, I'll give you another choice because you know, maybe you'd rather do this. Mm -hmm. But when you, you even look up on you know, a cruise line site and you see what you can do in a port of call and there's like 30 choices, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I have to ask an agent like, well, what am I supposed to do when I'm in this particular port of call? You know, what are the, you know, the, the things that most people would go and see? Because there's so many choices. I don't know one from the other. So, yes, people want you to tell them what to do. Yeah. So let's shift gears just a little bit. Um, so let's, let's throw the crystal ball out there a little bit. Cruise lines have uh, put out, and, and your cruise planners, and that's not all you do, but it's a bulk of the business, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Cruise lines have start dates ranging from, I think Silver Sea just came out yesterday for mid-May, starting sailings in mid-May to the uh, larger, more public companies, I guess, uh, going into June, July, uh, mm -hmm. some even into August, I believe at this point. How realistic is that timeline that they've thrown out there from your perspective and what you're, what you're hearing? Cause you serve on a lot of boards, you've, uh, but you've got, so you've got both perspectives of, of where you're at. In the well, you know, from what we've heard, everybody says we don't have the crystal ball. We don't know where we're going to be in 30 to 45 days. I mean, if we all really look at this, we've been home for what, 30 days, maybe 40 days. Yeah, four to six weeks. In that time frame, look at what's happened. Look at how many improvements we've gotten. We've never would have expected, right? I don't think it's going to be that one day this switch turns on and all ships from all lines are going to be sailing. I honestly don't see any major cruise line sailing all their ships till much later in the year, if not, you know, the beginning of 2021. That's probably the reality of it. They will open up ports such as, you know, the, the Palmas, Caribbean. They're hoping for Bermuda. You're, you know, they're hoping for Alaska in July so they don't lose that season. And from what I have heard, Europe might open up for Europeans. It might not open up where in, in the early part for us to fly and get on a ship. But I have heard from others that they expect there to be a European season just a little bit later in the fall. Yeah. So, you know, again, nobody has a crystal ball, but I will say that cruise lines have task force and you're going to start seeing in the next couple weeks, the recovery period. They're going to come out with those protocols of things that they're going to be doing on board a ship that um, the CDC and the health organizations require. And there's a minimum and there's a checklist. And from what I've heard from every single major cruise line is we don't just want to do the minimum. We want to make sure that you know, our passengers feel like we've done from A to Z everything we possibly could to make that ship safe. Um, I don't know that there's anywhere in the world that can be 100% safe from the virus until the vaccine happens. But they do want people to feel much safer coming on board. And they've learned a lot. They said, you know, from the beginning of this until now, they've learned a lot. You know, they, you know, they, they need to isolate people, which means not staying in your room, but, 
you know, maybe being in another part of the ship, they need, you know, the hospitals on board to be able to handle COVID patients better. There might not be one doctor on board, there might be three doctors on board, you know, they all need ventilators. So there's a lot happening behind the scenes. And I think those talking points for us as agents are going to come out in the next couple weeks, and we're going to hear from them. And it's going to help tremendously for you to contact and call back your customers that are holding um, in cruise planners, we call them the golden tickets. And those are those FCCs or those FTCs. So we feel like, you know, they're golden tickets. People have to use them and redeem them. You've got paid on the cancel booking and you're also going to be paid on the new booking. So, you know, our focus now has to shift to get people to start using those future cruise travel credits and get them on the books um, and let's get people thinking travel again. And you know, I've shared with my agents, we just need to make sure if people aren't real comfortable right now traveling on a ship or, and you know, from what we believe people are going to start slowly, maybe three or four day vacations in early summer. And I say to my agents, I don't care if you book a holiday in down the street for three nights, just get people to start thinking they're pent up, they, they want out of the house, let's help them. And although our name is Cruise Planners, we are the largest seller of sandals in the world. Wow. Let me put that out there. That's cool. <laughs> so we, we do sell quite a bit of land. Excellent. Um, from a 2020 perspective, and I'm speaking travel in general, um, what's the what's the future look like as far from a booking standpoint? Is that something that is pretty much... Uh, you should kind of write that off and focus on the future or, you know, cause business is all about cash flow, and you've got to have some sort of. And I would thank all of the suppliers and vendors who helped us with that because yeah. we did get paid on a lot of travel for this year that has been canceled. And without them, I think we would be having a different conversation, but there is no doubt that this has taken 2020 and just turned it on its head. And again, no rosy picture from us. It's going to be a crappy year. I mean, we might be able to pull out a good fourth quarter. I'm not really sure yet because again, people are frozen in time, Right. They're doing nothing. You know, they're not leaving their houses. Maybe they're looking things up. We're telling agents, hey, host a virtual cruise night or, you know, give your customers something to look forward to. But the reality is that people are just frozen. They're just afraid to do anything. And I think once we are able to have what we call our new normal, because I don't know that we'll have normal for a while, I think people will ease up and start to think, hey, you know what? We missed out on our spring break cruise. We missed out on our summer vacation. Let's go ahead for the holidays and get away. Because I think as a family, we need that or whatever. Yeah, so I think uh, you you brought up a point. People are sitting at home; they're they're they don't know what to do. Do you think that the advisor should more or less give them permission to buy? Say it's okay to book your trip for next year. It's okay Absolutely. to book it for twenty. And you know, for the most part, it's refundable. So you know, give yourself something to look forward to. And we've actually uh, put contests out there for our uh, customers on our agents' Facebooks to say, "Show us your best travel pictures." 
share them. And then we're giving away prizes every week for the photo that we thought had the best, you know, could be destination of sorts. We just gave one away for somebody who had this awesome picture in Africa with two leopards. It was amazing. So we're trying to engage our customers in sharing old photos. And what is that doing? That's reminding them how much they love that vacation and hopefully looking forward to traveling. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to ease off uh, that thoughtful marketing. And we are going to get more back into like, here's some great deals and steals, yeah. book now. And I will tell you, 2021 is uh, looking like it's going to be a really strong travel year. And if that happens, you're going to see very limited space on ships and so those people who are cooped up and they want to go because and cruisers want to cruise, they're, they're not afraid of this. They and want I, think, to I, I think a good agent is already hearing that from their avid cruisers. Like when it's open, we're ready. We want to go. We're not afraid. You know, that's what we're hearing from, you know, our agents. They're telling us that those diehard cruisers are pent up and they, their credit cards are in their hand and they're, they're ready to you know, book a sailing. So yeah. you're just and waiting to hear how this all plays out. Right. And so one of the opportunities that's, that I think comes out of this is, is an upsell opportunity. Mm -hmm. So if you've got folks that are typically in a standard ocean view room or a balcony, you know, upselling them because they missed their vacation this year, make it extra special moving them into a suite. Mm -hmm. uh, and trying to capture more because you and we know this is once you once you sail in a certain category exactly. you typically exactly. don't backslide yes. <laughs> yeah. it's, so, we call that the potato chip theory you know yeah. you taste that you need more yeah so you've set yourself up for success going forward that's right, that's right. so let's uh as we, we kind of wrap this up thing. Let me Sorry, add one go ahead. It's, you know, a lot of these cruise lines also have this cruise with confidence and you can cancel up to 48 hours prior. And I think agents, again, every tool that you have in your toolbox, you got to make sure you're using and letting people know that, you know, even if you book and you need and you decide you want to cancel at a later date, I can move your booking for you up to 48 hours prior. So those are some some good tools that you've got there. Just, you know, you've got, you've got to pull them out and you've got to make them work for you. Yeah. And just a couple of things before we wrap up, but one of the, the things is, you know, um, we're all hit hard in this as small business people. We're, we've all been hit really hard and a lot of work for no foreseeable gain coming forward. The government's come out with a lot of programs, the yeah. payroll protection program, SBA uh, economic loans, uh, there's a few other things that are out there. Uh, what are you telling your your folks about that, and and how does that play into the recovery? Piece so we, obviously um, we have a back end system, and in there is you know pages and pages of information for them to go through and suggestions from our side as to you know what they should be looking at and you know, what, what they should be filling out if they're, you know, an independent contractor, you know, or if, you know, they've paid themselves through their businesses. So there's different programs for different setups. But we also, like I said, we're talking to our agents every single day of the week with one webinar or another. And we've got a bunch of CPAs that work for us at Cruise Planners and our senior director of finance has been coming on and she has been talking and walking people through all of the different programs, what they mean, 
you know, what they should be, you know, going for. But I will call out uh, the Royal Caribbean Cares program because I got to tell you, uh, they actually hired, I believe it's Ernst Young. And if I were an independent contractor, I would be looking at that, calling that number or filling out the information and you're going to get one-on-one -on -one assistance. So they're going to be looking at who you are and what the best program is for you to apply for. So we've been really sending a lot of our agents there if they want one-on-one, -on -one, but we're also talking through all the different programs. And as cruise planners, we went out and signed up for anything that we could. So as a company, you had to fill some paperwork out so that it made it easier for your agents to go through the process. Uh -huh. But, you know, this has been a nightmare. Um, yeah. This is not something fun. I hope this is short-lived and we can all talk about this time in our lives um, in the next few short months as, you know, we never want to relive it. But there are some things to help um, everyone get through it. And so I think you have to look for those. Yeah, and I think it's important that we don't lose sight of how the suppliers, particularly the crew suppliers, have stepped up. In my experience, I've never seen them, I call it double dipping, where you're paid on, you know, yeah. the, on both ends of the deal, you know, the, on, the, on the cancel booking and the future credit. Uh, you know, they've stepped up to help with the cash flow there. The Royal Caribbean Cares Program, they understand that travel professionals, agents, advisors are key to their success going forward. And we're grateful for them. Um, they have absolutely helped a very difficult time, made it just a little bit better. They, yeah. they truly have. So I want to shift gears for a minute before we wrap up, because I got two questions I always ask, no matter who it is. And um, the first one is, what are three things you wish you had known before you started on this entrepreneurial journey as a travel professional? Okay. So I started 39 years ago. So you kind of have to look at the time frame. Um, and I lived that travel agent life. Um, and like I said, back then, I didn't have a lifeline of Surrey and Google and Alexa. We didn't have internet, right? Right. Um, but if I could have, I would have, number one, joined a host and franchise. Number two, I would join a host or franchise. <laughs> I'm gonna, I would create a list of things that are important to you. What is it that you're looking for? If you need more marketed, marketing, can somebody help you fill your funnel? I would also take that commission part of it right out because um, I always tell people, would you like to make 15% of $100 or do you wanna make 13% of $200? So a good host or franchise company is going to grow your business. And number three, join a host or franchise. <laughs> but do your due diligence, you know, so call members. I mean, I think we are going through such a difficult time, and this now separates the good and the bad. And so if you start calling around and doing due diligence with members that, people that are already members of the host or franchise company, and you say, what did your company do for you in these times? I think you're going to see that, you know, you're going to be able to differentiate between those good franchises or those franchises that were, um, and hosts and the bad ones that were just doing this as like, you know, on the side. All right, last question and then I'm gonna have you wrap it up. Okay. Um, 
I ask this of everyone because everyone has their own definition of this as, as I do. And people jump to assumptions as to what I, what, what my definition is, but how would you define what the wealthy travel agent means to you? So I feel like this is more about loving what you do. Wealth doesn't always come in the form of money. And mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine being in any other business. I look at some of my friends and what they do for a living. And, you know, I look at my life and think, oh my God, I've traveled the world. You know, I haven't been everywhere, but again, I'm working on that. And I think most travel agents um, do. We travel quite a bit. And our friends get, get those two weeks a year vacation. They pay full price. We get, you know, really great deals. Um, I've met some great friends in the industry and, you know, there's no price I could put on that. Um, but travel does change people for the good. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's that saying, what's that saying? Travel is the only thing that makes you, makes you richer. And I believe that and I live that. Yeah, I, I love that. That's a great definition. So let's just wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank you for coming. What if you if you have to leave uh, people with uh, leave our, our listeners with, uh, you know, a couple of tips to help them get through the next few months and year? Uh, what, what would be some of your suggestions there? I think we've covered a lot of them, like share travel, you know, go on your Facebook and share a bunch of travel photos and get your customers back engaged with you. Um, go out, host a virtual cruise line. I know there's a lot of suppliers that out there, you know, they're itching to do some things. Contact your biggest supplier and say, you know, I want to do a virtual cruise night. How do I do it? And they'll help you do it. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a very insightful and enlightening conversation. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can reach out to me at dan at wealthytravelagent.com. Michelle, thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank have you, a great uh, Have a great time. And, and folks, it's important to note, uh, take care of yourselves through all of this. Wash your hands, get out, walk around the block. Uh, you know, it's important that you, you keep our, your both physical and mental health uh, at the top of your list as we go through there. So thanks so much. I appreciate you coming today and listen to us today and uh, we'll see you soon. Stay strong. Stay strong.